Uh, you don't have to clap because we're already synced up. Yeah, I wasn't So I'm just going to clap to mark the beginning of the recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You know, they do the little clapper thing at the beginning of, like, action. Like that. Uh, that's what that's for. Oh, why it, did it you makes say a that noise. a year ago? <laughs> It makes a God. noise so so that you can sync up the audio and the vid and the video at the same time. Uh, well, now I know. Thank you. <laughs> a year later. So I haven't seen you uh, since October. How you been? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, yes, I have been surviving. <laughs> um, like sometimes barely. Uh, so but that it is the first week of May. It is the first right week of May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is the third of May. Third of May, right now. Hopefully listeners you're hearing this sometime very shortly after the third of may and not in june or july or october of this year <laughs> i mean with our with the way we do things it could be october next year so if you are listening to this in june consider yourself very lucky <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had two other episodes that we had recorded that were yes. like technically in the can and maybe someday those will be released. I have the audio for them. Um, but we may also just re-record them as topics. Mm -hmm. One of them was video games. And one of them was living with ADHD, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both correct. Yeah. Um, um, but I thought since it had been so long since we've updated that Let's we do, do it new. should start something new. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, same great flavor, same great test, new, same mm. look. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't think so. I would try that again, same look. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, what is Wednesday? What is, what is special about this Wednesday? This Wednesday, we are both fully inoculated. I mean, we like, are... that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> we are both ostensibly, like, air quotes, safe. Yes. Um, and per CDC guidelines, we are able to safely engage in more normal social activities. Right. Without, some of which can be without masks on. Yes. It's also May 5th, which is the it day is. that Americans celebrate margaritas and tacos. I guess. That's a child's birthday. So it's no and longer that. a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> the holiday is the child's birthday. And he turns 13, so it's a big there deal. There is a Carolyn Finney talk on Wednesday. There is, yes. And our friend's reggae band is playing on Wednesday. Yes. It's going to be a lot of things. Yes. 
I'm getting my hair cut uh, on Wednesday. Yes. For the first yes. time in over a year. The last time I got my hair cut was at the beginning of January. And that was, uh, I want to say it was like the, the seventh or something. It was like be- right before we flew out of town to Columbus to yep. go to a company event. Um, yes. And normally I get my hair cut like every three, four months, usually. Sometimes a little bit longer, but at least two or three times a year. Um, like when it gets so long that it kind of lays down on its own that I need to cut it. But I haven't gotten it <laughs> cut. And I felt like I, I was I was going to go maybe a few weeks ago, but I was like, you know what? I want to wait until I'm fully inoculated and I'm going to get it cut on that day. And that's going to like mm-hmm. really drive in kind of the the watershed aspect of, of Wednesday. I'm yeah. going to get new shoes. I, I <laughs> no, On Wednesday, I'm going to go to the mall and I'm just going to buy a pair of like casual sneakers. From where? There's nowhere to buy shoes know. from. Your sister at works the at a store, doesn't she? I'll just get a pair of Vans or something. Oh my god. I haven't so so these sneakers, I have the photo of the day that I got them, and this is well before pandemic. They and they were falling apart well before pandemic as well. They but were. they are comically falling apart now. You can literally comically see Comically is my a word. Socks. <laughs> yeah. You can literally see my socks through both of them easily. No. No, let's. I I want to impress the severity of this. If you were to kick some snow, you could literally shovel it from mm. one place to another with the open <laughs> flap in your fucking shoe. Okay. <laughs> I I regularly, if I'm walking around in loose dirt or sand or some something similar, I regularly have to um to dump my shoe out like you would after going to the beach. Because it's full of sand or full of dirt, yeah. And they're really, yeah. I mean, like really comically awful. They're they're just, and you've been like on me about them for over a year. And about two I, years now. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know the internet exists. I mean, this isn't a defense point, but all but one of the shoe stores in the mall are closed, right? No, they're all closed. Oh no, I guess the shoe department is the still one, open. The one your sister works at. They sell shoes. That's, that Yeah, they are not a shoe store. They are oh. like a stoner kid's skate store. Across, though, is the shoe department, and they do still have shoes. Wait a minute. You're yeah. going to go shoe shopping without me? Wait a fucking were, minute. I said I was going on Wednesday. I was presuming you would be with me. Oh, okay. Well, then, yes, I will be there. <laughs> I take back my offense. So I apologize. <laughs> I was, that's another reason I was waiting is so that you oh. could be with me. I'm just going to buy, I don't even care what they are, just bullshit shoes just to replace these so I can throw these out for reals. Um, But I could have done those weeks ago, but I I also wanted to wait. I was like, I'm going to make this be like another kind of like transitional symbol that we can do on the day that we're inoculated. Yeah. Um, But yeah, haircut, new shoes, margaritas, tacos, and... I think we'll do street meat tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where the yeah. tacos are going to happen, but margaritas. I don't are either. Happen. I mean, we're going to be at the mall, so. Oh yeah, I could just so close. Right on. 
Okay. Um, so I love that. You know me, like, I like to mark the beginnings and ends of things with spectacular special ways. And so I think that's totally fitting for you. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to disagree on the whole pandemic like the or like the ending of the shoes and the pandemic thing like there's no connection for me because mm. those motherfuckers have been falling apart for eons now oh, I, I said that eons i said now. well before the pandemic i know well this yeah i understand they're like that four years old i think i oh my god <laughs> like i <laughs> all right the way that your shoes are comically falling apart, my sneaker collection has comically grown. So <laughs> yes, I'm. <it> has. <laughs> Wait, I'm... Tell, you have to describe the most recent couple pairs that you got because they're really cool. Um. <laughs> oh, did you get more today? What? No, no, God, no. Oh. Um, but which which ones exactly? I don't know. Pick pick your favorite of the last few. Okay. So my favorite of the last few, that's very easy, is a pair of Nike blazers. They're the mid-77s, and they are white, like the, the colorway is white and off-white. The rubber is off-white, but it has like this neon swoosh, like it's just the neon outline of the swoosh in like green and pink, so it's very fun. They are my spring blazers. And they definitely do not compete with the other pair of blazers that I bought that are white and have like this multicolored quilted like pattern thing um, in the swoosh. Uh, yeah, because I forgot that I ordered those blazers and then I ordered a second pair and I decided that the neon ones definitely needed to be for spring. <laughs> so I see your fucking face. <laughs> I can see you. Um, yeah, all right. So while you have no shoes, I have every shoe. <laughs> and I feel like that's that's very much our personalities. <laughs> like, <laughs> where you are the minimalist, I am the... How many of these can I fit into my pocket, actually? So... <laughs> not not including, like, uh, functional footwear, like, you know... Um, winter boots and such mm -hmm. which are situational i have currently and this is including the pair of comically falling apart sneakers i have three pairs of shoes um two of them are basically the same color of brown one of them is matte and one of them is glossy and then i have my black sneakers with neon mint green laces um i would like my next pair of shoes if it's not the ones I get on Wednesday, because these are just going to be strictly replacements, I do want to get a, like a colorful pair of shoes for mm -hmm. fun. Yes, I fun. agree. This needs to happen. Um, yes. I would like to. I would like to partake in the honor of throwing those shoes in the garbage mm, with you. Absolutely. Well, there or are setting two. them on fire. Or... Um, both are possible. Uh, although the rubber, <laughs> the rubber might make that difficult. Fine. All right, fine. I can settle for just throwing them in the garbage, tying up the bag, and ensuring that you never look at them again. <laughs> would be amazing. I want to be there yeah. for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And that's how I will mark the end of this era. <laughs> Be yeah. like the throwing away of these fucking horrendous shoes. Thank <laughs> you. I am really excited for Wednesday. Like, I mean, I was excited for Wednesday anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But now I'm like doubly so. <clears throat> it seems like... The one thing that I had a really difficult time with, I mean, I had a difficult time with everything. Mm. <laughs> right. um, but one of the things that was the hardest for me was like during the like quarantine and isolation periods was mm. like not being around people because I was Ironic, working in right? hospitality. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Given how much I absolutely hate people, like it was a shock to me as well. Um, but like, I was working in hospitality, and constant in and out, people are, like, going into the hotel, and all the time, like, you're on, 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 talking to people, and, like, socializing, and it was a lot. Like, it felt like a lot of emotional drain, but I'd gotten used to, like, that high level of, like, socializing with human beings. Mm -hmm. And even if it was for like the briefest moments where I'm just checking someone in or taking like a sales request or something like that, like it was still like communicating with another person with a stranger um, and mm -hmm. learning sometimes far too much information about them. Um, and here, you know, in isolation, I ended up like jumping into a bunch of different projects because now they became accessible to me. Like meetings had to be online. So... Mm -hmm. Like, I could get to them because I don't drive. Um, and so, you know, I, like, uh, God, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I'm managing two communities. I'm helping to moderate two online communities. Um, I'm doing some community organization with a local organization. And then, like, there's communications You're that I'm doing. so for modest right now. A bunch of places. I'm not being modest. You are being I'm very just modest. impressing upon the number of projects I have gathered. <laughs> but I started to don't make that fucking face at me. Um, don't, 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 don't you dare. Um, anyway, I realized that like these are all people that I want, not all of them, but a mm -hmm. lot of them are all people that I want in my circle and I want to hang out with and I want to get to know. And, like, it's impossible to do, um, you know, like this, really. Mm -hmm. Because usually, you know, we're in a meeting together. We're in the meeting. We stick to the meeting topics or whatever. We don't always. Um, but, like, there's no real, like, getting to know you process or whatever beyond that. And it takes a lot longer to, to do that. Um, anyway, so, like realizing that I wanted to add people to my friendship circle and not really being able to in that way of like being outside with them, hanging out, mm -hmm. you know, going to dinner, whatever, um, was a real struggle for me. So it feels really fitting that on Wednesday I have a work thing and I have like my friend, our friend's band playing and we're going to go to that. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, of course, let's let's mm -hmm. mark the end of this occasion with every social interaction ever. Um, why the <laughs> fuck not? <laughs> that certainly will not lead to disaster. It's totally fine. <laughs> I will be a fully yeah. functioning human by morning. I've, I've learned this past year that while I do 
generally like to just kind of keep to myself or be at home or do things on my own, I do actually need to occasionally have some social interaction. Yeah. And it's been a lot more isolating than I think I was ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm... It, it feels like... Um, Hmm. I I feel like I've been kind of in heads down mode for the last year and just sort of, you know, we're just going to get through this. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. stay focused and get through this. I'm not going to, like, be distracted or think about things and, like, wish things were different because I'll just be unhappy about that. Right. And I'm just going to focus on, you know, persevering. And now it feels like it's okay to entertain the ideas of like, you know, traveling or going out somewhere maybe without a mask on and just, you know, being around other people again. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to like open back up for that and kind of dream about things. And um, I don't think that I'd realized how much I was shutting out out of necessity until it felt like it was okay to realistically start letting things in again. Yeah. I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like the, the persevering, like existing because like, I don't have a choice. And Mm -hmm. so (laughs) like, I'm not thriving. (laughs) Right. You know, like I, I am well. definitely not doing that. Um, but, you know, surviving is okay. Like, and that's the very bare minimum. But, like, it gets us through the day, it gets us to bedtime, and then we can sleep. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, try again the next day. And that's been a lot of the days um, since this pandemic started last year. Uh, so it is, it does feel like, it feels like, it feels surreal in the same way that the start of the pandemic did, where, Mm. you know, like, we had no idea what was going on, we were all just a little fearful, um, and, you know, we were at home, and we were together, and, like, just trying to figure it out, and it felt like, it felt it felt weird. It felt like, how the hell are we living in this timeline? Like, how is this mm-hmm. a possibility? How is this actually happening? Um, and now it feels similarly surreal. Um, maybe a little, maybe a tiny bit less scary and uncertain just because we understand the mm-hmm. virus a little bit better. Yeah, that's a big difference. We At the beginning of it, I remember being very worried about, you know, like I got to make sure I wash my hands constantly and you yeah. know, be very careful about being in like anywhere in eyesight of anyone. Um, <laughs> yes. Thankfully, most stores <laughs> and everything were like mostly vacant. So that wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we were like extremely careful, really, really careful for the first few months. And then as... Um, like, as we learned more about it and, you know, tragically more people died, but we also learned more about, like, the, 
effects of it and the long-term effects of people who do get it and how it's transmitted and everything else um, mm -hmm. became a little easier to take like small measured risks like i think we went out we went out to eat a small handful of times i think yeah late starting later in last year um and it was just like um you know like the restaurant had you know half dozen people in it or something yeah. Um, now that, that felt like even a little nerve wracking. <laughs> oh, it was what? one of those things like, like, is this, it's a measured risk. Like, okay. Like for our mental health, like we can, we can take this small risk to mm -hmm. have like just a glimpse of normalcy again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, that's been really hard. Um, you and I personally have mm -hmm. made it through really like surprisingly knock on wood, like, <laughs> like mostly unscathed. Like my sister yeah. had a couple of scares, um, mm -hmm. you know, because she works outside of the home and in the yeah. public. Um, she works in customer facing roles. Yeah. But yeah. like... I don't think you and you and I like our our kids were never, you know, like there wasn't. I don't think at any point we were worried or had to get them tested, um, because there was a fear of it. Like I know that your kids mm -hmm. traveled, um, mm -hmm. but and for family, yeah, um, but like for the most part, like I mean, I I made it out mostly unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> um, except for like, you know, the scarring of just, you know, isolation, which is absolutely nothing in comparison to a real loss. Um, so I am like, like knock on wood, like super duper grateful for that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I know that just because you and I are inoculated on Wednesday means very little. Like, you know, we're still going to have to be as careful as possible just because, you know, our kids are too young to be vaccinated mm -hmm. at this point. Um, and, you know, that's it, we still have to <laughs> we still have to take care of ourselves, obviously. Um, right. But like thinking about how tragically worse it could have been. I, I feel like if, you know, the hardest thing we had to do was stay inside these four fucking walls, then okay, <laughs> I'll fuck, I'll do it again. <laughs> um, yeah. Not willingly and not without maybe going a little batshit, but like, I'd do it again. Um, there was I definitely not a like few to. times, you, you and I definitely had a few moments where you were like, I'm going crazy. And I was like, you want to go for a walk somewhere? And you're like, yes. And then we yeah. would go to like one of the many parks uh, where I'm very grateful that we live in an area that has, you know, lots of green space that we can walk around in freely. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah. It was It'd be very different to live in a city where you don't have that. Right. And, th and that always helped. I mean, like there was not a single point of like, <laughs> any time where I was crying on the floor like I can't do this anymore I need to go outside that going outside and just walking around um, mm. nature was not the fix 
Um, yeah. So it was great. It was really helpful. And like, I just, yeah, it was, it was challenging. But here we are at <laughs> hopefully the other end of this um, or maybe starting the other end of this. Um, what are you looking forward to? Like, aside from getting your hair cut and buying new shoes, thank <laughs> fucking God. What are you looking forward to? I'm... I haven't even really fully considered all the things that are possible now. Um, I would like to... Um, I know that you're allowed to freely socialize with people who have also been vaccinated. Um, mm -hmm. That's green-lighted. Green-lit. Um, I'd like to... I don't know. I'd like to take my kids somewhere fun. Like, I don't know. Um, I know we could have technically gone camping or something last year, but um, I keep hoping that they'll open up the border to Canada again so I can go to Niagara with them. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I really don't know. Like, I'd be fun to just go to an Airbnb or something, or I've read the list, but it's just there's so much that changes and so much that I still need to be careful of that I'm I haven't fully like enumerated all the things that are possible now yeah I will say um so yesterday the kids and I did some yard cleanup and they really they really helped a lot they were very hands-on with like removing dead branches and digging holes and helping me plant some shrubs and um so I wanted to like, you know, get some takeout with them. And we went to we went to Zocalo first and they were closed. They had closed mm -hmm. seven minutes before we got there. We drove yeah. over to Applebee's and they were closed. We drove down downtown to Oh, we went I think we went to Chili's, but Chili's was like really, really, really packed. Like mm -hmm. the whole parking lot was full. Mm -hmm. and and so we ended up just deciding on Taco Bell yeah. and the line for Taco Bell was so long we got there at a few minutes after 9 we didn't get our food until a little after 9.30 wow. I ordered on my phone so all I had to do was say my name into the loudspeaker into the yeah. microphone thingy and then they had my order ready um, which was, you know, that was convenient but I mean it was just cars backed up so far because there were so few places open right. and it got me thinking like um we got i picked up mo's tonight for uh, for dinner it's kind of a weekly thing the kids and i do and almost all of their like soft drink flavors were out like they only had the mm -hmm. sugar-free kind remaining um and it got me thinking like i wonder like if we're in kind of the aftershock stage for restaurants because they're trying to reopen, but, like, staffing is probably hard. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're not, there's not enough traffic to where, like, tip-based work is going to be sufficient to pay bills or to be a good use of your time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen with the food industry right now in the next few months as we kind of go into the summer. Yeah. Um, that's been a lot, actually, like... To touch on that a little bit, like, there have been several, like, memes, and mostly for, like, fast food places where, you know, mm -hmm. they've got, like, this, uh, 
this poster or some sign on the drive through thing or on the door and it's mm -hmm. like closed because no one wants to work. And like, right. I'm so annoyed by that whole idea because like this entire year, you have called these people essential because you mm -hmm. had to eat. You yeah. had to get, you know, your takeout or whatever and you did not increase their wages you verbally abused them you threatened physical harm against them and mm -hmm. you are expecting them like most people are still not like supplying ppe which is ridiculous because like it's in abundance now mm -hmm. um and like you're treating everybody like garbage the customers are treating you know everybody like garbage and you're just expecting them to want to go to work like every day wake up and be like hi ho hi ho no fuck you <laughs> like we're fucking human beings we are not goddamn robots bitch and like we deserve to exist and, and feel some sort of happiness like <laughs> it's wild like my sister you know, is still working outside of the home. And like, I watched my niece the other day and I was like, okay, how long do you need me to watch her for? And she's like, uh, like 9.30 to like 7.30. And I'm like, mm -hmm. God damn, is that what a work day is like? <laughs> <laughs> like it's open yeah. to close, no. <laughs> Tell them no. It's like a full day in the mall. Uh, it's fucking hilarious to me because it's not like it's not like I'm not working, right? But like my work, mm. my workday starts at eight, because <laughs> because I can't help myself. <laughs> um, it could start at nine, it could start at ten, but no, we're gonna start fucking working at eight o'clock in the morning like a goddamn maniac. <laughs> um, and you know, mo I I mean I can end my workday whenever the hell I want to. Like, I can be, mm -hmm. like, done at 1 o'clock and just be like, I will either catch up on this stuff tomorrow or whatever, whatever. And, like, I appreciate having that, really, that flexibility. Um, I just, like, I, this, I'm, I'm never going to be able to go back into an office again where, like, you've got these set work hours and all mm -hmm. this stuff. I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to do it. So, like, I feel extra sad for literally everyone who has been like oh well we obviously need you to serve us um we need to continue to exploit your labor uh yeah. and then you know fucking trash you when you finally have had enough because <laughs> you know you're yeah. lazy like oh my god i i would literally set something on fire like <laughs> the rage that i feel for like <sighs> fucking everybody else. So I try. It, it to feels like abusive, right? Keep that in like mind. How, it is. How they're like, like, oh, you're essential workers. That's why we need mm -hmm. you to come in. Mm -hmm. And then like, oh yeah, you're essential. Keep working. And then like, once things start to open up and maybe get like, we have the the belief that things are getting a little bit back to normal. It's just like, what? Who are you? I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't you have work to do? <laughs> but like, you know. I mean, one of our biggest, yours and mine, like one of our biggest discussions when I was working in hospitality was the constant stop working off the clock. Because mm -hmm. I would, you know, like I, I feel like, especially as a black woman, like I need to prove my dedication to this organization and to my job and that I am mm -hmm. a hard worker. Um, 
And so it's like, oh, well, you know, I stayed 10 minutes over because I, you know, got wrapped up in some paperwork or because somebody stepped away from the desk and I could check someone in. So I just took over mm -hmm. real quick, whatever. I didn't think about it, you know. Um, and now, like, I mean, I still have some trouble with that. You say 10 minutes over. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Sometimes it was a lot longer than that. Um, yeah. and, and, like, even now, like, I still have issues with, like, ah, oh, well, you know, I know that I clocked my time at, like, 36 hours, and that's over mm -hmm. the 35 hours that I'm allotted for my current role. Like, I feel terrible, but, like, you owe me money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like um it's it's a fucking it's a hard thing to navigate but like I know that I know that if I were to die tomorrow they would replace me. They don't yeah. one they don't have a choice but I am totally expendable to this organization regardless of whether they like me or not. <laughs> I mean okay, um, you're you're replaceable which isn't a bad thing because if you can't be replaced you can't be promoted. Right. You're not interchangeable easily. Like the, there's, there is a, a cost to replacing you, to hiring a new person to take over for your work. Yeah. Um, and I, I, your the the role of your job really should be salaried because there is it it really needs you to be available outside of a normal workday. Yeah. To be able to do like you know, late night posts or schedule stuff out of on the weekends or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so the fact that you're not only not salaried, but not even a full 40 hours uh, makes it really hard to do your job the way that you know it really should be done. That's true. Of what you can see. And so, yes, I, I do constantly. <laughs> I'm not sure what the mm -hmm. right verb is here. Not badger, but like... Mm -hmm maybe remind you badger is right badger is right it's not i'm not badgering you over it i i but it is like frequent reminding you like when when you were working off the clock or something like okay well when did you actually start working today like mm -hmm. are you going over your time just because like you should be paid like they yeah. they've said their agreement with you for labor is like you're going to do this many hours and then if you happen to work more than those hours then Clearly, your job requires more labor, and you should be paid for that extra labor. I'm getting better at it, like a <laughs> you little are. tiny bit. I will give you bit. that. I yes. and you know I don't feel like entitled to my organization's money, you know. But like I I know that I know that I'm working. Like I'm mm. not just sitting here, you know, like watching TikTok, <laughs> right, and expecting to be paid for that. In fact. I am desperate to play Pokemon Snap today. I was like, <laughs> I was talking to the kids this morning and I was like, you know, this having a job shit is really cutting into my Pokemon Snap time. <laughs> yeah. So like I could see if like, you know, I spent all day playing video games or whatever and doing like the bare minimum of work or something. And then, you know, also demanding like an extra hour then like I'm. No, allotted. I've seen, I, I've seen you work. You don't slack off. Um, and you know, sometimes like I've had, I've had days where I start a little late, like maybe I oversleep yeah. or maybe I have stuff to do in the morning or like helping the kids or something. And on those days, like, you know, I'll work five thirty six or sometimes, yeah. um, like I, like I get my days working and I, I appreciate the flexibility there. 
I don't, I mean, my, my employer is in DC. So like, I'm, I'm not going back into the office when things reopen. I'm kind of sad about that though. Cause my coworkers are really cool. But, yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. 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 But since it's been a long time since we've updated, <laughs> you are not working at the place where you were previously working in October. That's true. Uh, I no longer work for the federal government. Um, I now work for a small startup in the DC area and they specialize in software that facilitates curbside pickup and food delivery. Um, we have clients like all over the world and it's really cool. It's been great. And I have a bunch of friends who work there. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. <laughs> yes. Hi, hi Ben. Hi, JC. <laughs> hi, hi, Chris. Yeah, Want we any, have any to, of the we, Chris's. <laughs> we definitely have to say hi to Ben. Poor Ben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the funny thing is, so one of my coworkers, um, you helped him get the job. Yeah. Yeah. By chance, like, okay, so we've discussed my brief, like, wanting to get into tech at some point. Um, and so I ended up, like, following a lot of, like, tech people on Twitter. Um, specifically, of course, because I'm always like, oh, this is a great... This is a great niche. How can I make it nichier? And I'm like, ah, I just want to hang out with black folk. So I started following a bunch of black folk who were also on Twitter and in tech. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, my feed is amazing. So <laughs> I have no fucking regrets about that. Um, but, you know, I saw a tweet from somebody that, you know, was like a, we were following one another and he was like, I'm just looking for like an opportunity, you know, my first shot. And I was like, well, damn, somebody should like, I understand this. Like, I feel this in my fucking soul. Like, it's so difficult to like, <laughs> like to make that leap and to get that shot. And like, so I retweeted it and then um someone on your team had seen it and like it's it jc i think yes right? it was jc yeah. who saw it and then was like you know looked over his github and was like <laughs> here is this person who is looking for an yeah. opportunity let's see if we can do and so he's been working there and go me i mean i like <laughs> i that's great. It's really exciting. But I mean, for me, it's just constant reminder of the power of social media. But, you know, whatever. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's ah, that's a really cool thing. But also like your friends that, you know, are also people that I know. And so yeah. I get really excited to be like, although like I, I both get excited and also like infuriated when I happen to be around when you're like in meetings with them, because like, because sometimes they talk over you and I'm like, you are going to let my man speak. You are going to let my gummy bear speak or I'm going to, I'm going to oh. step in. It's, it's <laughs> and, tough. And, you know, it, I'm not going to do that, but. <laughs> it's tough in meetings with 10 people because you have like, there's just, it's like 100, 200 milliseconds of lag on any kind of conference call. Yeah. And we're, we're sort of like. Our social conventions about conversation are 
we subconsciously wait for a sufficient pause before we try to say something. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that sufficient pause is only a little bit longer than 100, 200 milliseconds. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like, like, oh, 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 you go ahead kind of moments. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> It'll stop happening. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be self-aware. Like I guess I'm always worried about like, um, like if left to my own devices and being in a vacuum, just talking over everyone constantly. And I think I have interesting things to say sometimes, and sometimes I'm funny. But um, I think it's important to let other people speak too. And so I maybe I maybe overcompensate a little bit, or undercompensate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I try mm-hmm. to like be aware of it at least. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I still get pissy. It's okay. But, you know, like, I'm, I'm like, ultra, like, fiery when it comes to yeah. you. So, I mean, I, I may also be over-exaggerating just a smidgen, just like a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit. Um, but, yeah, I do, I do think that your job is awesome, and I'm really excited that you get to work with these people specifically because mm-hmm. they're some of my, like, absolute favorite ones to have yeah. heard about and spent any time with, so it's really cool. It's been really great. I've yeah. been very excited. Yeah. Um, I am <sighs> still at my, <laughs> at my nonprofit, and I still have not met my boss in person. <laughs> All right, no, hold I'm on coming a minute. Up. Okay, oh, yes, Uh-oh. you're still at the nonprofit. You have to list off earlier. You did a lot of That's hand waving. You did a lot of hand waving about all the things that you're doing. Let's let's start with one. What is um? Wow. Here what's we go. one? Of, what's one of the not like unofficial organizations you're a member of? Like one, unofficial, I mean like not a registered nonprofit. Like it's just like a, <laughs> wow. A informal organization. What's you're one of them? You're getting very specific. So I am doing some work for Mm -hmm. a newly formed nonprofit. It is local um, called Unbroken Promise Initiative. And it is dedicated to, ah, don't, it's dedicated to revitalizing our West End community, um, which has like due to gentrification of the downtown area and fucking Ithaca in general. Um, you know, it's comprised mostly of black and brown, like, people, families, and, and such. Uh, and it has fallen into disrepair because nobody cares about black and brown people, um, especially very gentrified white Ithaca. Uh, so this organization has really put fire to everyone's asses and have made some very serious demands about how they need to start treating the West End and how, um, like, really highlighting the inequities that the West End mm-hmm. faces in relation to places like Cayuga Heights, which I know that y'all listening are just like, what the fuck is this woman saying? But <laughs> believe me, okay, the, the Cayuga Heights is like the affluent neighborhood and, you know, the West End obviously is, is clearly not. And so... Um, yeah, it's it's like this is like the heart work for me. Cayuga Heights is a bunch of single family homes that wouldn't look mm-hmm. out of place in like a Martha Stewart magazine. 
and then yeah. West West Hill is there are some single family homes. There's also I think most of our Section Eight housing is on West Hill. Yes. And West Village specifically is Section Eight, isn't it? Um, I think West Village is specifically, but I, I really am yeah. not sure. I believe it's all subsidized. Yeah. But yeah. Um So it, it's a very like Tale of Two Cities kind of thing. Yeah. Um but like, you know, I, I don't live in the West End nor have I ever. Um, my kids and their dad live in that area. Um, and so, you know, even though I don't spend a whole lot of time over there, like, and like my, some of my family, like most of my family also lives in that area. Um, mm. and so even though I'm not there all the time, like I do like, I'm there a little bit. Mm. Um, but you know, I had no idea that the inequity was so like stark. Mm-hmm. Like, that there was such disparity um, until I started working with the organization. And I kind of, like, I kind of just fell into that. Like, it it ended up, um, I was doing some comms work for another community organization. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, one of my friends there was like, oh, this organization needs, uh, like, someone to do their social. And, like, does anybody have the time for that? And I was like, if they will move there, like, if they'll move their Tuesday meetings, I will have time for that. And mm. I did. And, like, the minute, like, that the first fucking, the first meeting was, like, it was like the lights shining down from the heaven moment where like you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. Like this is yeah. this is where I was supposed to have been this whole time. Um, and, you know, because the founder of the organization is like, yeah, we're not doing things like the same way that like another nonprofit would like you know, we're probably not going to come out the gate and be like, fuck you, fuck this, fuck gentrification. But like, we're using stronger language and we're not begging, you know, for like, for equity. We're making demands. Like, it's time. You guys got to get your shit together. Um, and so there, I was like, I, okay. I will, echoing that, I will say the things that I've seen and heard from the founder and from the organization's position, it's very much like, you're setting the terms for how people are going to engage with you with your organization Mm -hmm. and, and, and other people, other like people in the city, especially have tried to be like, we would like you to do this and, and Mm -hmm. use you as like for either performative needs or just like for optics. Mm -hmm. And, and your, your founder is like, no, we're not going to be a tool you're going to respect us as equals and we're going to, this is how it's going to be. And they go with it. And it's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Every time you tell yeah. me about those things, I'm just like, yeah, get yeah. it boy. <laughs> I, it was really cool. Like, you know, I didn't think that it would lead to like the possibilities of like where we are right now in the month of May, five months after I started mm-hmm. with them. Um, but like, yeah, their rise has been like absolutely meteoric and it's been an absolute fucking privilege to be a part of. Um, and so, yeah, I do that. I do some. Are you, are you around? Are you allowed to talk about 
the size of the comms work that you're doing for this org, or is that still secret? <laughs> it's not secret. <laughs> um, okay. I don't. Because I'm we, saying like, I know how much you're underplaying your role here, and <laughs> but I don't know if you're allowed to disclose that yet. No, um, it's it's fine. I I mean I think I'm pretty sure I I serve on the board. Um, and I am like, essentially like the director. So like, that's my, that's my role is just like leading comms at this point. Um, you are the director. I'm the, shut up. <laughs> it's weird. It. It's weird. I was like sitting with that today and I was like, it's strange to me that like my volunteer job, I have like a higher position. <laughs> than my real job which is fine like i don't mind it <laughs> mm -hmm. given given the organization that i am like able to volunteer with it's fine um but yeah it is it's it's a really shocking thing for me you're you're getting paid in sweat equity right now yeah it's they're, they're basically a startup and you're getting sweat equity and then when funding finally comes through this will turn into actual cash and we hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's not solid yet. So that is a hopeful thing. <laughs> um, I know that if this does not turn into a paid opportunity or whatever, that one, I'm not going to stop volunteering. That's that's for sure. And two, mm -hmm. that like, I could put this on my resume and use that. You know, no problem. Like I could mm -hmm. find a oh, yeah. job you know, find something fairly easy with just this mm -hmm. on my resume as well. Um, but like, it's so hard for me and I fucking, I swear, I don't mean this in like a cringy way, but it's really hard for me to think about like what this organization does for me when mm -hmm. like I have like such an enormous gift in just being able to like participate. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, the, the gift, like, is the, the, what this organization does for me is allows me to be a part of it. <laughs> like, and that's, that's why, that's kind of like how I know that this is where, like, I would like to be. Aside from the fact that, like, it's, you know, black founded, black led, predominantly black, um, and like, there's no shying away from that. Like when we're in mm -hmm. meetings, we talk to each other. We let down our hair. We do the thing. We definitely, definitely, you know, go to some strange places in conversation. And it feels more like, like camaraderie. You know, we're mm -hmm. all equals. We don't look at the founder as like, you know, this like golden God. He is one of us. Um, whereas like, you know, like I think about my own job and like, I'm still terrified of my fucking boss. Like we have cried in a fucking Google meet together and I'm still scared as fuck of this woman. <laughs> so like, you know, just the, um, yeah, it, I, yes, I get to do the directing of the comms. It's really fucking exciting. I'm absolutely elated. It is a fucking privilege and an honor to be able to do it. Um, I love it. I fucking love it. I love it. I love it. I love the social team that I have. Like, I mm -hmm. fucking have a team, and that's a really big deal because I don't have one of those at my job. 
Um, I would be glad to work for them. Although they do want me to put pants on and go into an office. And like, (laughs) it's like a few days a week or something. (laughs) Just so that I'm there, you know, like I'm present and I'm like, you know, around what's happening and stuff like that. Um, But still with like similar flexibility and being able to like take care of kids stuff whenever needed. Um, And all of that other stuff, because I've made that clear that like in my current role, like it is it's not a cushy job because it's certainly not easy. Um, But like I am granted a lot of like trust to do my job. Um, You know, I am trusted as an expert in my field. And, you know, if shit hits the fan, I can just be like, I have to go. And that's that, you know, like everything gets figured out without like a hassle. I don't have to, like, fill out permission slips to go to the bathroom. Um, So That's a good good point. Um, I think that you learning how to exist in a white-collar position has reminded me of, like, when I was transitioning, like, into white-collar work from, like, you know, blue-collar work. Yeah. I went went from doing a lot of um, food service and retail work into like my first it job as a Mm -hmm. help desk tech and it was i I still remember like the feeling of uncomfortableness of getting up and going to the bathroom whenever i wanted and yeah feeling like i had to tell my boss like i'm just going to the bathroom rather Mm -hmm. than just going and he would look at me funny like you don't have to tell me man just go (laughs) <laughs> and it took me a long time, like months, <laughs> months before yeah. I was okay with that. And, um, and then the same thing, like, you know, when I got my, my first like official web development job right after that, you know, like, and I had, I worked in a office suite and I had my own desk cubicle and, um, I had meetings and like a calendar mm-hmm. and I, you know, it was really relaxed. I, you know, we, we got work done, but also like yeah. sometimes we'd goof off after hours and <laughs> I don't know, like it was just, it's cool. It, yeah. it just, it's, it's, it's a weird transition. And then, oh, and then the other thing is like not having to worry about your hours. Like you're not there yet because you do have to actually record your hours. I do, but when you yeah. get your first salaried position, it's a weird feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Not having to track that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because goodness knows, like that's. I still have a reminder every other Monday, like this morning actually. It's like, hey, don't forget to do your timesheet, and I'm like, fuck this thing again. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really like it's a simple thing, it's a simple process, but like sometimes you know, like I'll forget to uh, like you know, duplicate the sheet and like make sure that I'm ready for the next week. And oh, so yeah, I, I'm ready for that. I am very excited for it. And I like, I do love my job. I, I have, I have moments with my job where I'm like, I'm really just tired of working for white people. <laughs> um, right. Like I cannot do it anymore. And I am lucky that I do have a job that allows me to talk about things like racial inequities um but i'm still the only black person on the team uh and it is exhausting it's fucking exhausting um explaining 
explaining fucking racism to the people who created it is <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's such a challenge and it's fucking tiring um so like i know that this can't be my final stop <laughs> i can't i can't <laughs> um but <laughs> i do enjoy my job and like you know i'm excited to be coming up on a year with them which i think happens in a couple months um I'm hoping before that I'm able to actually meet my boss in person once even would be great <laughs> um, because I think right now she's one of the only ones that like I haven't met in yeah. person, um, especially now that like we're going outside and doing some things. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I, while I, I've met a couple of my coworkers Mm-hmm. Like previously to this in person for the conferences and things, but most of them I've never met in person. And supposedly they do this like annual summit thing every year or annual or semi annual. And I'm hopeful that like later this year they can have one because everyone will be vaccinated and so we'll be allowed to. That would be super Hang out. Cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Although I've, I've made it very clear. That I will be stowing away in your luggage. So. Obviously. Yeah, I'm going. Because <laughs> uh, I want to have I haven't out with decided. A, I, I, I'll probably drive down because it's only DC and I don't know how I feel about flying on an airplane yet. Okay, then I will sit in your passenger seat. Okay. Yeah, That's I'm cool. not driving. I still can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a sticker on the shelf here, and it originally said thumbs up. It has, like, a thumbs up thing. But mm-hmm. my daughter crossed off the word up, so it just says thumbs. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in again, of course. And, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully we can... Streamline our editing process. We're, we're using a different recording thing this time that will hopefully mm-hmm. make it easier. I'm thinking we just like don't even do any actual editing. Throw the intro music on it and then ship it. What do you think? Do we have intro music? Yeah, remember I made that? It's it's only on one episode. It's the last episode. Okay. I believe you. I just don't remember it. If you go um, back and listen to the last episode, you can hear it. I did. It should be I on think. there. Okay, I don't remember. Um, the last episode that we put out in October was basically discussing where we stood in our relationship and what was happening with that. <laughs> and I'm pleased oh. to announce that it's still fucking complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we tried. <laughs> this, this this should probably be like this. Like, we don't have enough time to get into we all don't. the details, but no. But the do, should we give a TLDR of like the last yeah. six months? Sure. Okay. Go for it. So we recorded the two episodes and mm-hmm. then decided to stop. Not mm-hmm. just the episodes, but just stop like dating, being together, stop trying. Well, actually, no. It was the coming up on election. You had decided that you, for personal reasons, um, you didn't want to date white men anymore. Yes, because y'all are exhausting. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. And then you actually did date someone else for a little while. And that was a really hard month. Um, month and a half. <laughs> that 
was a hard month. <laughs> that it relationship was, really was such a blip on my radar. And I know for you, it was like, like incredibly difficult. Um, and I don't want to like yeah. minimize that or anything, but like. <laughs> yeah, you were in the driver's seat of that one. So I'm sure yeah. it was easy to like, kind of be like, eh, whatever. But yeah, I was getting dragged to the mud and that was really hard. <laughs> and then, and then we like, we sort of like reconvened like, like right before Christmas. And then they just, it didn't feel right. And so we stopped and then mm -hmm. we tried dating other people again. And, and then yeah. like, it, what, what, it, what it's been, it's like, we've, we've, stared into the void and faced obliteration so many times now like i don't know what this is and i, I keep I joking <laughs> that like we should just use the it's complicated status on facebook because that seems the most appropriate thing possible yeah um but yeah we just keep keep hanging around and uh, <laughs> i don't know like, I we think seem the... to be each other's person <laughs> yeah, I think that the the thing to really note is that not only do we keep, like, hanging around, but, like, we find each other's company not just enjoyable, but preferable <laughs> to, like... Yeah. Not, I mean, not just, like, oh, well, dating is such a shitty thing, and, like, facing that is awful, so we might as well just suck it up. Like, it's... Yeah, no, this isn't... that... Yeah. No, it's... This isn't it's, choosing the easier path, but definitely. No. For God, <laughs> fucking God's sakes, no. Like, this is definitely not the easier path. Um, right. But everything that I can imagine, like, wanting to do, I mm. don't have, like, any inclination of doing that with other people. Like, I definitely yeah. want to hang out with my friends. Like, I cannot wait to meet up with them in a space that is not a fucking protest or a Zoom room, you know? <laughs> like, I want yeah, to have hard. them hang out with me in, like, social capacity. Um, and I know that I want to hang out with them. And, like, when I think about, I, you know, want to go here and eat dinner and try this place, like, mm -hmm. who do I want at my side is not, like, somebody that, you know, like, my ideal fucking, like, you know, whatever my brain thinks might be my ideal like romantic partner or like several dates mm. or some stranger it's you like yeah. any adventure that i have <laughs> is like why the fuck would i want to even attempt to do that with anybody else and it's not just adventuring like it's my shitty moments too it's like you know when i am like literally like slithering from my couch to my bed and from my bed to my couch just so that I can get to do work things in a different space like it's who do I want there to scrape me up from the floor you know it's you like you're the only person that I trust enough one to order my food without even telling yeah. me what it is and <laughs> Two, to care for me in the ways that, like, I know I need caring for sometimes. Um, mm. And, like, when I imagine that being the other way around, like, when you're having a difficult time, like, I don't want someone else being there for you because they're not going to take <laughs> care of you the fucking way that I can. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be there for your shitty moments as much as I want you to there for my own. And so, you know, like, realizing 
that not only do we want to share like the good and the fun and the exciting and the adventurous but also like these moments where like shit is falling apart um Mm. and we're just like seeping through the cracks of existence (laughs) (laughs) like as best we fucking can like the only person that i want there that i trust there to like you know, exist in space with me is you. <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny so because it's, to it's the listeners, this is basically what we were talking about in the last episode. <laughs> Probably was. You're welcome. Yeah. And then, so good at like six, six months later, <laughs> we finally learned that yeah. again ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, similar experience for me it was mm-hmm. just if i see a funny meme or if i imagine going to a place or if something exciting happened or something shitty happened like you're always the first person that i want to reach out to about it mm-hmm. and um you know we did we started quarantine together and we got our shots together and yeah. we're finishing it out together um and it's definitely the last six months especially have definitely been really challenging um but like we managed to get through it i don't know it it really feels like uh every single like i have a journal and every single time that we've broken up or fallen apart i've been like this is it it's done this this is the last time i know it and i know i've told a couple of my friends like no, it's this is really over, and then my friends are just like, "All right, I'll let you think that." <laughs> I... <laughs> and, and it's just—I mean, it, I don't know. I often think about like how tired of our shit our friends must be. Yeah, but I'm sorry also to all of you. No. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not. I am not fucking sorry. Let me say that again. You wouldn't be. Fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I'm not fucking sorry. I don't have any reason to be. First of all, like, not at all, like, to down anybody else's relationship. But, like, people who have been together far longer have gone through far worse and they figured it out. And they've gone through it publicly and, you know, back and forth or whatever. And, like, then there are, like, really shitty relationships that don't even have, like, the level of, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) whatever it is, like, this bond that we have. And those still make it, too. And that likes to say that it's a shitty relationship or whatever. (laughs) That was wrong. But, like... The thing, they the have thing more that challenges. Was, the thing that it was for me was like the times that we would we would break up or that we would end, like the the pause moments in hindsight. <laughs> always it always felt like I I understood. I was like, Oh, finally I have perspective and I understand what's going on here. It's this. This is the explanation. This is right. like you know, the situation that we're in and it's like this thing that I've experienced before and it fits into this box and it has this label and, oh, now it's a new kind of box and label. Mm-hmm. I haven't had this experience before, but I know what this is. You know, label it, shove it away, put it on the shelf. And then we'd get back together and 
be like, okay, so it's not that. And it was this last time that I, I think it was a big feeling of surrender and just being like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. I don't. And I don't yeah. know what to label it or call it or anything. And I don't know. Um, I have like, I've used some convenience terms with uh, other people that I don't know very well because mm -hmm. it's easier than explaining a lengthy thing that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. uh, like when we're at the doctor, when we're at the doctor's office yes. and they're like, who, who is this person to you? And then we, we settled friend? on wife. We settled on wife partner, I think was yeah. what they said. Yeah, because yeah, it was friend or life partner, and you're not a yeah. friend. That that right. was too minimal. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's defied explanation for me, and I think that we've we've had to iterate through multiple rounds of obliteration, erasing away the illusions each of those times. Mm -hmm. But what we what at least what I thought it was, and yet it persists. Mm -hmm. So, whoa. What is it's complicated, if not a relationship persevering? <laughs> God. <laughs> that should be the title for this episode. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, that is. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Thank you. Um, we have said all the genius things we're going to say. We're fucking done. <laughs> you can hang that up. <laughs> uh that's i i fully agree um you know i mean basically like i feel like this you know if you happen to see us in public and we're holding hands and making googly eyes at one another like if that bothers you no you didn't okay <laughs> just it's all right you don't have to acknowledge it um and <laughs> if if it confuses you then okay welcome to where we are um, these all and, sound like you problems. Yeah, these, they, I don't give a shit, you know, like, <laughs> like it is exactly what it is. And that is whatever. <laughs> like we, I, I'm okay with that. It feels really like you said it, you said it perfectly with surrender. Um, because for me, like everything so has to be like so clearly defined and labeled um, so that I know exactly what it is and like, you know, how to compartmentalize around it um that like not having that in this instance feels mm -hmm. um wibbly really mm -hmm. but like also far more solid than giving it like a title we have the history. or whatever we have yeah nearly three years now that like yep. even without a title which gives you kind of the like feeling of like like oh well we are this thing this is the box we exist in and i have these expectations yeah. for it we have three, almost three years of experience together now. And so whatever our title is, we can assume that the future will bear out some re repetition of that past experience Yeah. in some way. Anyway, it's great. <laughs> I'm not upset about it at all. So <laughs> what is a really, what, what isn't as complicated if not a relationship <laughs> persevering? <laughs> Oh God! Yes, this is what we're coming back oh, with. Thank that you needs to be on for. It's <laughs> gonna be merch merch table dropping no. soon. Okay, listen, we can't we can't fucking put out regular merch. episodes. <laughs> you want to sell? We gotta merch sell merch. 
Hey, look, we've been getting likes and subscribers the whole last six months. That's true. Which has been a source of like a little bit of shame for me. So sorry. Um, but you're I'm welcome not. for this episode. <laughs> you're like, <sighs> well, anyways. Aaron can be sorry enough for the both of us. But I am not sorry. <laughs> um, actually, I was checking out our statistics because I have not logged into our Anchor account in six months. <laughs> and we have had 273 total plays. Just wow. total. Um, and I think that when... That's more than I, I was expecting. <laughs> when I logged in the last time, it was... I don't think we'd broken a hundred at that point. I'm I'm not That's sure amazing. if we did. All right. Well, yeah. I'll see y'all in six months. Yeah. Right. We don't. Need we'll to be do up this to five hundred. Clearly taking we'll just... long breaks leads to doubling our views. So. Um. So yeah. I guess way to go us. We did it. Um. No. In all in all actually... seriousness, I I would like to have i i don't know like i think that it's unrealistic for two people with adhd to <laughs> adhere to some kind of routine and regularly yeah. schedule but i think that we can at least say that um it will be sooner than later yeah and yeah i'm i agree with that that's like i would expect it. like at least in like a couple weeks you mm -hmm. should like within a month maybe I would assume there'd be another episode. We'll see you in July, bitches. Um, so... <laughs> or sooner. You should subscribe. That's really the only thing. Just subscribe or follow, whatever. I don't mean yeah. to sound like a YouTuber here, but honestly, like that's really the best that's way the to be way. sure that you don't miss it. Um, Actually, we, yeah. we should really ensure that we are making at least an anniversary episode in June because our yes. podcast baby turns a year old on june 6th is the only child you and i shall ever have together and so <laughs> we should celebrate its birthday um <laughs> indeed <laughs> so indeed. yes <laughs> um so yeah we'll be back when we're back uh, I don't know if I will just link like my Twitter stuff in the show notes because it changed. Yeah. <laughs> like what else? <laughs> what yeah. hasn't? Um, and you know, you can feel free to follow me. Did oh, you know, yeah. we didn't. We were we were like gonna talk about this episode and getting vaccinated and stuff like that, which obviously we did touch on. But I really, really, really want to share that because we you know went we went into this pandemic together we obviously were like well I'm, we're gonna go out of it together so um it took me a little while longer to become eligible for a vaccine and you graciously waited for me to become eligible and then i got an email like hey ready for your vaccine and i was like uh the fuck i am not thank you but yes um <laughs> and you know we like synced up and we got an appointment like within minutes of each other on the same day and so we decided to make days of it and we called them the shots shots and shots days where we got our vaccine shot then after that we went back to your place for intense watching over each other to make sure we did not die and had tequila shots while mm -hmm. listening to lmfao's shots <laughs> 
Both times. Yep. And it was lovely. And that is the only thing that I will be sad that we don't get to do again. (laughs) Um, We can just do shots and shots. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's that's also okay. I definitely don't really feel like, you know, getting another, like, needle stuck into my arm is, like, a pleasant thing. I meant the uh, liquor shots and the shots music. Yeah, I know. Not the vaccine. Yeah. Not the vaccination. Although, I believe we're going to have to get vaccinated again in six (sighs) months. So, maybe we will have, you know, an opportunity to do that. Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> oh, was it 11 already? I, I'm it's watching her o'clock. camera and the lights in her room just went out, which means that Amazon is telling her to go to bed. Okay, that's not even, that's so rude. It's Jeff Bezos right. says, you get your little <laughs> tushy to bed, young lady. We have to do what Jeff Bezos says. <laughs> um, I have everything now, like I've sort of like well established in this apartment. And so I have everything on like one of three Echo devices and these routines. Um, at like 9 p.m., my living room Echo will tell me, it will actually say, bitch, go wash your face. Um, but it, it doesn't does. say bitch, it just bleeps. Which is Oh, funny. is that what the beep is from? Yes. The beep is because I wrote bitch and it's like, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> so it's censoring itself, which is sad, but also like, I guess that's So it makes fine. you say it in your head. Yeah. So it's making you curse. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's shitty. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is 11 o'clock and my lights are out. And that also means that it is fucking <laughs> bedtime because the bitch is on a routine now, sort of-ish, at least for bedtime. Um, yeah. <clears throat> It's been really great being able to talk to you again, even though I literally talk to you all fucking day long. <laughs> Likewise. Yay. We're getting street we meat tomorrow, it. y'all. Yo, my fucking god, I can't wait. I have been waiting for this street meat vendor to come back for a mm-hmm. year plus, like mm-hmm. to be able to go stand in line to pay for his meat. I cannot wait. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I said. I know what I said. I am absolutely like, I'm fucking ready. I am fucking ready. That's the thing that I'm also looking forward to is just food. Fucking (laughs) all over the place, just food, the good food. I need it. So I'm I'm hopeful for that. I am happy that we're doing this again. I'm hoping that we can keep up, you know, the things. Mm -hmm. And thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, even when we weren't for, saying shit. Just keep listening. We'll keep making. If you keep listening, you're just going to encourage us to make more episodes. So keep listening, and we'll keep recording. And that, if you keep listening, we might not record for a while too. Clearly, <laughs> but well, then we'll come back. See, that's that's really like what you have to get about us is it's a constant flux. It's like quantum podcasting. <laughs> You can, you can measure our, like, recordings or... No. You know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to edit that out. You can just have that. It's 11 o'clock and my brain is starting to shut down, so... <laughs> oh, my God. That's beautiful. Um, okay. Yep. We did it. Yeah. We love right. you. Probably. Love you, too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>